Hello creatives, my name is Matthias, known as that Matthias Kid on Instagram, or TMK for short. I want to welcome everyone to Dreaming in Red by Hearts Cove, a podcast where dreaming in red means dreaming with energy, passion, strength, courage, and creativity. We talk with creatives about the sacrifices they have made to reach their own success, and look to inspire many other creatives around the globe. Today, I am excited to introduce Elaine from Los Angeles, a concert photographer primarily. And Elaine, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. It's been a busy day, but I'm here and I'm excited to have you here to talk to you about many different things. So thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. Um, first and foremost, just to kind of like break the ice, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what you do, what you like to do in your free time, maybe things other than photography. Just kind of give us a little brief introduction to yourself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm actually originally from Indonesia. I moved out to Boston for college like three years ago. And I just moved out to LA like six months ago to pursue photography more full time. And yeah, my free time probably like I love to do cooking and just like uh, I have two bunnies at the moment and I just love playing with them. So that like that's pretty much it, I guess. <laughs> that is cool. So you so you're you said from Indonesia, correct? Yeah, I'm from so Indonesia. You, do you speak another language? Yeah, I speak Indonesia, Indonesian. Is it fluent? Would you say like fluent um, both? I think now I'm more fluent in English. I used to be more fluent in Indonesia, but then mm -hmm. moving out here, I haven't spoken Indonesian in so long. So I feel like I'm losing it a bit. Right. Yeah, that tends to happen. <laughs> so I'm Mexican and now I live here. I, I actually mm -hmm. speak both languages as well. And I would say I actually speak them both pretty fluently still. Uh, I oh. mean, growing up in like my parents kind of just always speak Spanish, so it's it helps to use it on a daily you know mm -hmm. basis. So you said out of Los Angeles, you're based, right? Yes, I'm How based in Los Angeles. How have you been right in that area? I've been here for around six months. I moved here uh, the summer of 2022, so yeah. Oh, fairly new then. Yeah, pretty new. Nice. How are you liking that? It's pretty nice. I think I like it better than Boston so far because the weather's so much better and. There's just so many more opportunities here for a photo. Right. But I also feel yeah, like yeah. in a place like Los Angeles, there's also a lot more um, like talented people that you're like kind of totally. like either comparing yourself or, you know, uh, just yeah. I follow a lot of people on Instagram that like are located in California. And it's I just see so many talented people in that area. Yeah, I definitely feel way more challenged here. But like that also helps like motivate me to mm -hmm. be better and myself as a photographer so that's pretty good oh yeah 100 percent. so you primarily mm -hmm. do concert yes i mostly do concert photography okay how would you say you got into that it honestly was just like kind of an act on accident i started like my in my last year of high school i volunteered uh in a concert organizer back in indonesia and like they they saw my portrait work before and they loved it so they uh, allowed me to just shoot like some of their shows and since from that then on I ended up just loving it and kept doing it when I was in college and yeah that's pretty much how I fell into it okay cool cool so what are like some of the I don't know just give, give me like off of the top of your head a few artists that you know you've been super excited to have shot for mm. oh this past year I, I think one of my favorite artists I've shot for was Dua Lipa and Max he was he put he puts on like an insane incredibly show incredible show yeah that's so cool whether it be like while you're actually shooting a show or maybe like the process to get to shoot a show like what are some things that you think maybe you have had the most struggles with mm, 
probably just like getting most of the opportunities because either they completely ghost you or they uh respond to you but like it's it used to be like maybe they maybe i get like one out of the one out of ten responses from like all the stuff i've sent out like emails i've sent out but now it's increasingly become more consistent which is way better for me Mm-hmm. So you're just getting the opportunities itself and just building your way up is super difficult. Right. And I think, you know, just having, like you said, the opportunities is very difficult, um, especially for people that have not actually built a portfolio, because I find it very yeah. hard to actually branch into a different field or start something um, without actually mm-hmm. having any sort of um, like anything to back you up in a sense, right? So anything you would recommend to those people that maybe are wanting to start concert or maybe are wanting to start whatever it is that they're wanting to start, um, but specifically for us here, concert, would you recommend to the ones that don't have much portfolio already like built in order to reach out to um, media companies? I would recommend just shooting like small shows where they allow you to bring cameras in and then building your portfolio from there and then possibly joining like a music publication, like a small music publication or a publication from your school or something like that i think that's like the easiest way to get into concert photography 100 percent agree on that um I've, i know a lot of people that have gotten to shoot shows just from different college opportunities like you said like college yeah. uh publishings um so that's mm-hmm. also an option for people that may be in school or maybe in college you you know always look into that if it's something that you're wanting to start i had you send some of your photos here and um i just want to say your photos are incredible like awesome awesome material I, I had to follow you on instagram and i had just loved everything you've done and it's like something about the way that your photos just speak to me it's like it's so like i don't know it's i find it very different and i like when i see different things because sometimes you just kind of scroll through instagram or you scroll through some sort of topic and it's like all the, basically all the same thing so when i see something different it's a little bit refreshing it's a it's a good feeling to have and when i saw your stuff i was like this is so great and so yeah your your work is absolutely amazing just had to say that i absolutely your work as well i appreciate that as well thank you so much let's talk about creative inspirations maybe there's people that you are inspired by or maybe there's things you're inspired by i know it's kind of like a like very like thrown out there question that you're it's just kind of on the spot mm-hmm. but like is there any anybody or any person you're following or maybe just something that inspires you um i think i mostly get most of my like inspirations just scrolling down through pinterest honestly mm-hmm. but I had to pick one person I really admire. It would be probably Dini Chen. She's a she's an incredible photographer based in New York, and yeah, okay. like she pays attention to like detail and like her slow shutter speed uh, photos are amazing as well. She's right. like a huge inspiration. Awesome, awesome. I will definitely have to check her out as well because if somebody inspires somebody that I'm already inspired by, then that's something worth looking into. What has been something that you've and like okay i can't believe i'm doing this like i would have never imagined myself doing this probably meeting like the people i've been listening to like my whole life like uh when i met max it was just super surreal i i've been following his music since i was like in high school so that was insane and he's just like super nice and he puts on like his energy whenever he's performing is insane so that was super that was like a super surreal moment for me i think right such a cool experience too like i remember when i first shot for john bellion like john bellion to me was like my you know he still is my favorite artist but like getting to see him live in itself was like 
surreal and then just like being able to shoot the shows like, like crazy to me mm-hmm. so yeah I, I definitely agree i think when people talk to me about like what are the, some of the most memorable experiences you have is like i kind of say the same thing like just being able to meet people that i like grew up listening to it's pretty mm-hmm. intense and it's like always something different like every show um i've also gotten the question like what has been your favorite show you've shot or like you know and it's hard to answer because every show has like its own like it's creative in its own way and it's different than every other show I love meeting like the photographers in the pit in every show as well. They're like mm-hmm. super talented. Yeah, it's a good way of branching out as well. I talked to someone else uh, about this same thing and, you know, having connections and building your, your business towards, you know, just in real life, like going up to people like in a photo pit or, you know, out on the street that yeah. you see that maybe have a camera. Like that's a good way to really like brand yourself and like help your social media grow. I'm pulling up your photos here and I saw some of the photos you took for, there's one in here. Is that the weekend? I think it looks. It's the weekend, right? Oh yeah, the blurry one. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about how it was for shooting for the weekend. Like even just the show itself. That seems like a very cool artist to photograph. An incredible performer. I shot it. I shot him for. Uh, I think it was Penny Mac. Oh no, it was Tongue Tied Magazine, and uh, yeah, it was super insane. I didn't think I would get approved to shoot that show, but like mm-hmm. once I got the email i was just like super excited and yeah he he went on and <laughs> it was just insane mm-hmm. he had like this mask on in, in like the first couple of songs and it just looked looked like a whole performance like a whole like theater performance it was right. absolutely insane and yeah he his songs are i'm like a huge fan of his songs so after like the first three songs i ended up just staying and just watching the whole show right who would you yeah. say who would you say like is your favorite artist at the moment? Honestly, probably Max. <laughs> Max. Okay, so you've shot for Max. I was wondering if there was like an artist that's like your favorite or like maybe an artist you want to shoot for. Is there anybody on your goals slash somebody that you haven't shot for that you're like, I really would love to shoot for this artist? Probably maybe Sean Mendes. I really loved his uh Wonder tour. No, wait, was it Wonder? The one with like the big flower in the arena. That looks yes. really cool. I really want to take pictures like of that. I shot I shot that one and I went to that one, which is interesting that you say that because his just his performance was so cool. They had like the exploding confettis and like a whole bunch of like pyro. It was so nice. So cool. I really want to get like a cool confetti shot so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a cool thing to have, especially as a photographer, because it's it just adds so much. Like and it's also different when artists incorporate that because it's not just the regular I'm seeing on stage thing. It's like, oh, there's there's confetti, there's pyro, there's smoke, there's different other things that like not a whole bunch of artists have. And when they do have it, it's like for photographers, it's like, okay, this is awesome. His shows are like super emotional as well, I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. He has the that sort of intimacy with his crowd where he can just kind of connect and like even even though there's like some sort of like hype and like all this stuff going on, like he can stop for a second and like bring it back down and just, you know, acoustically sing a song and make it feel, mm-hmm. you know, cozy. I want to talk about your portrait stuff. I know that you do some portraits. Obviously it's not your main thing. Um how do you how do you feel about um your portraits? I've honestly like recently this year I've been doing more portraits than concert photography because I really miss doing that. I started out photography with portraits, doing portraits. So I really want to get back into doing more of that. Yeah, I love doing portraits because you really get to connect with the subject way more than if you're in a concert, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like way more fun. You get to be way more creative with it. A hundred percent. That's what I primarily do. I do concerts uh, also, um, but every everything that I mostly post on my Instagram for the most part is creative portraiture, and that's my favorite thing to do. That's what I'm like very passionate about. So I was just curious what you, you know, and I, it's good to see, to hear you say that you've been trying to do a bit more of a creative portraiture because I'm looking at this photo here that you sent me. Like, I don't know how long ago that was taken, but that is so cool. Like, just the concept of that and, like, the outfit. It was the, it's the white backdrop, right? White backdrop, red, like, um, like rocker jacket kind of thing. Yes. That was super fun. <laughs> so sick. So is that, like, a, a actual model or just, like, because, like, for me, I just, like, sometimes I just reach out to people. Like, whether they're, like, oh. actual models or not, I just reach out and I'm like, let's do something creative. She's actually, like, a small musician and... Yeah, I was interning for this uh, uh, record label, and she was a part of it. So we ended up doing a photo shoot together, which was like super fun. I feel like you have the talent to be able to do so many different things. Um, if you just like even try to do it, I feel like you would kill it. Just based off the work that I've seen, like I said, your Instagram is just filled with a bunch of like super sick, thick work. Thank you so much. Different. Oh, you shot for Billie Eilish too. I'm pulling this one up. How was that? Tell yeah. us about the Billie Eilish experience. That one was actually with a point and shoot. Because I, I went in just as a fan and I wanted to just okay. take pictures just for So I, honestly, I went in like, I think it was like 30 minutes before she went on. So I was like pretty late, but surprisingly, I got like a pretty good uh, spot in the pit. And mm-hmm. I ended up like pushing my way forward to like, I think it was second row in, like, in front of the catwalk, which was super insane. And I love her performance. It was amazing. Right. Yeah, I've just seen like a whole bunch of TikToks of like her performances and I, I haven't been to a Billie Eilish concert even like just to go or like to see, but I have really been wanting to. Here's the the one, I think the, the this is Dua Lipa, right? She's wearing the yellow with the mic stand in her hand. Yes, that one. That shot has to be my all-time favorite of yours, I'm going to say right now. The, just the... <laughs> symmetry starting from the middle of the image and uh if you're watching this on youtube uh the images are on the screen the symmetry starting from the middle of the image just having like the red lines of the stage like go backwards into like right into her which she's like right in the middle with the spotlight dude what a fire shot and there's like pink flamingos in the back too (laughs) i was just like bursting my camera throughout that whole dance sequence just Mm -hmm. to get like as many shots as possible of her dancing right in the center because it looked super cool in person. Right. When you saw this photo, like, in post, when you're editing this photo, like, did you know, like, okay, this is the one? Or, like, was there some that maybe you thought were better than this? Because, like, in my opinion, I see this, I'm like, okay, this has to be the one, surely. We knew it was the one. Even when I was just taking pictures, I knew that was the one. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just have that, like, you you see it on your LCD and you're like, okay, this is it. But then other times, like, you'll see it on your LCD and you throw it onto your computer when you get home and it's like oh i'm out of focus i'm out of focus or like some like something happens and it's like no way (laughs) that's the worst it is i mean just like looking at this like the colors this was at a stadium it looks like a stadium right stadium Mm -hmm. the colors and everything in this image is absolutely amazing the lighting was amazing you can see like little like small lights pointing at her and then the spotlight very very cool very cool image there. What are some like photography pet peeves? Some things that you don't like, whether it's like that people do that maybe it's your own pet peeves. Um, for example, I will give you mine and I give this pretty much in every episode. 
I just hate when people like try to compete with other people. Oh yeah, I hate that too, honestly. It's the worst whenever you meet someone like in the photo pit if they're like super arrogant about their work and just like mm -hmm. they clearly just want like a follow on instagram or something like that it's the worst or also like that... just a technical one like seeing on my like i said earlier like seeing a photo on my lcd and then thinking it's the one and then pulling it up and realizing it's out of focus honestly same <laughs> or or people who think that it's just like it's not that difficult getting into photography Oh yeah, it's there's just quite like, a bit of those nowadays. Exactly. It's like, oh, let, I can do that. Let me go pick up a camera. I can do what you're doing. They think it's just shooting, but it's like hours of editing as well. Oh, for sure. And even like, just like for myself, since getting into content photography and realizing how many shots I take, like I get home and there's oh, yeah. like thousands of photos that I have to like narrow down to like my top five, right? It's almost impossible. <laughs> And they usually want like a one or two day turnaround time, which mm -hmm. is insane. And some of them are like, okay, give me something within 12 hours. And it's like, ugh, I'm getting home. Yeah. Like usually well, I have to drive quite a bit to go to the concerts that I shoot because there's not any in my exact city. So I have to drive about an hour oh. and a half to two hours and a half. And so driving back home is just like late at night. Just that alone is enough to like tire me out. I get home. I'm just like, okay, I need to sleep. I've like edited on, in my car because of that. <laughs> No, that's just a little dangerous. <laughs> oh, no, no, not while I'm driving. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you meant like while you were driving. No, of course I was not. Like, you're adding yourself like... a little bit right now. So yeah, but, like throwing it back to uh, Los Angeles, um, I don't really know too many people personally um, out mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. Like I said, I do follow quite a bit of people there, but that I actually know personally, I don't really know many people. Um, would you say? Would you say living in Los Angeles and like, working through concert photography is like you think it's a good place to be for that or do you think um do you really think it matters like doing content photography and like how many opportunities you may get based on location i think you definitely get a lot more opportunities in la but it's definitely way more competitive than like any other uh cities but yeah definitely i think either la or new york is the place to be for concert photography right yeah a lot of artists tend to you know tour and those are the must go to cities for i mean if not every artist the, tell us about like a moment that i mean and this is kind of like similar to what i asked earlier but in a way it's a little different tell us about one of your most proudest moments or most proud accomplishments thus far um probably one of my most proudest moments was when i got my first stadium show when i got approved to shoot my first stadium show which was 21 pilots i think that was incredibly insane i didn't think i would be able to get that far like super quickly mm -hmm. so yeah also shooting like my first festival this summer which was pretty insane nice what festival was that right in the clouds festival okay just a festival 88 rising right right nice yeah i mean i have not yet shot a festival but that is also something on my bucket list for this year um definitely looking into trying to get shoot a festival this year um it does seem like a very very fun thing to do it is but it's like super tiring because it's so many like sets and the also the same amount of turnaround time just like the day after which is <laughs> impossible exactly. yeah i can't imagine especially having to shoot all those artists yeah <laughs> I mean, what is something that you would say to people that are wanting to get started for concert photography for concert photography yes Whenever you're in the pit, just keep like maybe like ask the other photographers there and like 
make friends with them so that you can uh, get more like connected and have a bigger network and get more opportunities. And also like I've learned a lot through YouTube videos. So definitely watch a lot of YouTube videos. YouTube university is a big thing nowadays. I think it's very, very important to realize that like you can learn so many things just by watching a video. It's just all about like taking the time to do so. Yeah, exactly. That's where I learned most of my editing through watching YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Right. Have you ever had the chance to like shoot for an artist like outside of um, like a show? Like, I mean, just like you and the artist, like let's do a creative shoot just for fun. Yeah, I've done a, like a, quite a few of those. Like recently I uh, shot for this small artist, uh, Gabe James. He's like a super incredible, sweet person. Uh, we did like a shoot in, I think it was, it was like an overlook up in the mountains in LA mm -hmm. and it was super fun. Yeah, we had a super great time. I also see that you shot for Joshua Bassett. Oh, right. Yeah. That's so cool. So I used to be like, I guess I'm still a little obsessed with some of his songs. Um, I was obsessed with his crisis music video and that was like the first song that like got me into it and we were like going to go into like relationship talk right here but like you know how apparently olivia like wrote a song about him and then like his counter was like that song called crisis and i was like oh wait really so yeah so like she wrote a song for those who don't know this whole like drama tl spill it uh olivia rodrigo like wrote the that song about um i think it's called driver's license um about oh, yeah. him because like they were they like broke up or whatever happened there happened and she wrote the song about him um and apparently like he was getting like death threats and like a whole bunch of different things were like going on behind the scenes because of that song and like all her like fan base was like targeting him right and he was going through all that uh and then he released a song called crisis which um the music video is just color graded so perfectly like hearing that song like made me like just like get so inspired by so many different things but yeah, that was his song, like, that was his song to, like, kind of respond to her song. And ever since mm. hearing that, I've been, like, a massive fan, because it's like, dude, that song was so good. He is, like, super energetic and just, like, runs around the whole stage. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. I think one of my favorite uh, artists that I've shot for that has been very entertaining and has put on a show, um, I think, as far as entertaining-wise, like, can put on a good show, I would say... I would say John Bellion, 100%, is one of them. Um, also, Win92 puts on a fantastic show. I don't know if you've gotten the chance to see him live or shoot for him, but Quinn 92 has an excellent show, like, entertainment-wise. I really want to go to his show. I've only seen him, like, uh, with... I think he, he was, like, a special surprise guest with Max, but that's, mm -hmm. like, that's pretty much... Yeah, his, his shows are, I mean... Top notch, one of my favorite. Um, there's also a kind of like an up and coming band, um, and they're not really that big just yet. Um, their name is Nightly. I don't know if you know about them, but they have. That's probably like even though they're not the biggest artists, they have probably been my favorite like show ever. Like as far as like live music, the way that they actually sound live is like it's almost better than like hearing it in a like recording i thought they were just that good and i like to compare like you know how good an artist is live to how good their music is like on spotify 
just to kind of see like you know the difference you know what auto tune does stuff like that um but like their live performance was just i i was speechless it was just that good and i just gained so much more respect for them just because of how good they actually like were live they opened for the midnight yes they did yeah that's when i saw them I, I I went late to that show, so I was ugh, I'm so sad I missed their performance. <laughs> oh yeah, I've that's happened to me before. It's it's kind of the worst, especially when you like have already like the opener, you know who it is, and you're like want, kind of wanting to shoot for them, and you're just running late. I it happened to me one time, and I like regretted for so long. I was supposed to shoot for Small Pools, which was the opener for Jude and the Lion, and. I just missed their entire set and I was so sad because I really did want to be able to not only just capture their, their show, but like see their show because I haven't seen them live and I was so excited and I, I just like, I was running late, things were going on and I didn't make it. And I also had to drive an hour and like 45 minutes to get there. And so I was, I was so sad. I walked in and they were like literally on the last 30 seconds of their last song. Okay. So I just want to know, here's a couple of last questions to kind of end off this episode. Um, mm -hmm. Something that you would tell your younger self, um, I ask this question to almost everyone because I'd like to know what it is that you would say to the person you were, say, you know, when you were growing up. What, what, what would you say to that person knowing that you had the same visions, the same dreams to accomplish, and now maybe you've accomplished most of them, some of them? I don't know. What would you say to your younger self? Probably appreciate all, like, the challenges that I've had to overcome. Because without those, I wouldn't be where I am today. And like appreciate all like the, the stress and all the um, negative parts, negative stuff that I've uh, experienced because that helped me grow into the person I am today and helped me like achieve uh, more things in my career. Probably that. Last question. And this question is done for every single person that will be on this podcast. Dreaming in red here means dreaming with intent, dreaming with passion. Um, and I want to know what are some things that you dream of accomplishing in 2023 this year? What are some of your goals? Talk to us about some of the things you want to achieve, whether it be, you know, personal, whether it be photography related, what are some of the things that you want to achieve? Um, probably at the, on the top of my head, probably go on tour this year. I really want to do that for the first time and probably just direct like a few more music videos. Cause I love directing music videos as well. Gotcha. Any like personal goals, like maybe outside of photography, like anything you're looking to improve on, maybe just yourself. Um, I don't know, just something personal. Um, probably stress less, because <laughs> like I get overwhelmed super easily, and get better at uh talking to people because I have like bad social anxiety, especially during shows and mm -hmm. meeting like a lot of. Probably, yeah, getting better at, like, connecting and networking with people. Right. That's also something that I'm trying to work on this year as well is being able to branch out myself and not be shy to speak to somebody that I see because, like I said, it's a good way to connect, a good way to grow your following. And so sometimes you just got, I just got to, like, learn how to not be as shy. I think that will wrap up this episode of Dreaming in Red. Um, thank you Amazing. so much for joining us. Um, it really does mean a lot to us and, and, uh, I hope everyone listening can take some sort of inspiration from this episode. Um, Elaine is such a talented person and I was so excited to have her here and talk to her just about all the things that she's been doing and that she's going to continue to do. So thank you so much for, you know, giving us your time and allowing us to chat with you for a little bit. 
thanks for having me lastly i want you to plug your social media um guys if you're listening to this and you don't follow elaine i you will not regret it um let us know what your social media is you can plug instagram tiktok whatever it is that you have this is your chance to plug it uh, i only have instagram it's at elaine tantra that's it yeah there you go and last name is t-a-n-t-r-a for all those who are listening on spotify on youtube your name will probably be up on the screen the entire time but all you spotify and apple podcasts that is how you spell it thank you guys once again for listening everyone who tuned into this episode um, i will see you guys next week with a brand new episode covering the creative success of someone else and elaine again thank you so much i appreciate your time um any last words you want to tell everybody who's listening think of anything <laughs> that's all right that's all right that's perfect we'll end it with that lovely last <laughs> words thank you guys for listening i appreciate all your time spending here listening to this podcast we are hearts cove if you want to follow hearts cove it is at hearts cove xo on instagram and my personal instagram is at that matthias kid if you guys would like to show some love there thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next one peace